Are you a person who has been a little too successful at creating a career, living your ethos as a family-centered person, studying, hustling, or grinding? When we do things a little too successfully, we become so busy and overwhelmed and can feel like something has to give. Some things are non-negotiable, but what if we told you there were plenty of ways to strip back and detox your life? Simple changes to kick the chemicals, habits, food, and mindsets that are toxic to you. Come with us, reduce the decision fatigue, take small steps to less consumerism and more creating. It's time to strip back. Hi, everyone. Episode six of Strip Back. Today, Brooke and I will be exploring bullet journaling. Hi, Tony. Welcome to episode six. Woohoo! Strip back. Here we come. Here we are. Yeah, I know. It's so great. So, last um, episode, we were talking about journaling and guided journaling. And this time, we are going to be discussing. Um, a different form of journaling, which you initially introduced to us last episode, but we wanted to go into a little bit more detail for um, our listeners. So would it be okay if we started just for people that may not have heard that episode yet, if we talk about, um, I guess, journaling um, as uh, bullet point journaling, when did you first start doing this and why this type of journaling? All right, so straight off the bat, I'll say I'm relatively new to bullet journaling and it's a system that was introduced to me in uh, probably October-ish of last year um, and it's actually a system that was created by a guy named Ryder Carroll um, and it's, um, so I'm, um, I don't know, well, here we go. If, you, if you've never seen like, you know, if you've ever seen my handwriting, it's not the best handwriting, so, you know, for me to do big long entries I kind of get lost um, very easily in it so this is more of like you know a rapid form of blogging and it's about um, uh, it's just a way of um, as I say you know uh, making or living your life with intention and not as a passenger so um, like all things in life and particularly uh, I've discovered this year it, again it's something that takes perseverance uh, but um, it's a mindfulness practice. There you go. That's the best description I can give you, a mindfulness okay. practice. A mindfulness practice. Yeah, and that's what I use yeah. my journaling for too. Um, so you haven't been doing it that long. Uh, it suits you better. Is Do you think it's a better fit for, like, if people are listening, how do they know this will suit them better than, say, my more, like, guided, which is a definitely first, yeah, like a lot more expanded version um, who do you think this kind of journaling would suit? All right, so straight off the bat for myself, it's um, basically I can just do five, ten minutes first thing when I get up in the morning and probably the same again that evening or even if I don't get it to that evening, I can just um, reflect the next morning again for like that five, ten minutes. So um, there's a fair bit of, I guess, groundwork to, to think about initially and then um, working out, you know, what's actually important to you, what you 
identify what you can control, what you can't control, and it's um, basically a process to help you focus on the process as opposed to um, outcomes. Okay, so... so it sounds like it's definitely it doesn't seem as overwhelming if you're new to journaling like if I'm listening to that it feels very doable yeah it 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 definitely is more doable um don't get me wrong parts of it can feel like it's quite um time consuming but by identifying what you actually want to spend your time on when doing it actually helps you to work out in life what's also important to you or more so important to you and what may just be like, you know, that background noise and reality, um, you know, yeah. you, you don't really need it anyway. So that's interesting because I think with both forms of journaling, it was it, it's about um, working out like you, you, it starts with before you do the journaling, it starts with a feeling really, a feeling of um, that something's not quite right or discontent or maybe sadness or whatever and wanting to work through that feeling to get to the other side. So those yeah, they b- definitely have both those things in common. They do. And it's more about, um, and it's very much breaking down um, each day, I suppose. So, so if I give you like, I'll, I'll lay a bit of the groundwork and I hope that it'll end up making more sense. So basically it's like, it's a system that's designed around, Um, working out what's important to you, um, you know, things that potentially you want to accomplish um, and it incorporates different symbols. So I'm not like writing lots of stuff. I've got, you know, um, like at work, you know, I love the old tick box kind of thing. So it's similar to that without actually tick boxes and such. Okay. So do you have work off a template or do you set down these rules for it beforehand or – yeah, well, can you so talk about that? Yeah, I um, so I I actually read, um, as I said, Ryder Carroll's book, um, uh, the Bullet Journaling Method, and yeah. um, if people are interested, I highly recommend it. Um, basically, it talks about you know, so they've got, uh, uh, it's, it's a little bit hard to explain, but it's got. Um, tasks which is like a dot point so they're things that you know things to do then you've got notes which is like I've used a hyphen so um, these can be things that have happened or you know like little light bulb moments and it talks about events which I've used um, like a little circle symbol I handwrite all of this I still strongly believe that um, handwriting my journal is um, gives me a better connection with it yeah. um, and then for me personally um, I also um, have incorporated a, a cute little, you know, cloud for recording my dreams as well. And that may be a bit airy-fairy for people, but I like I have quite vivid dreams, so I, you know, like to record those because I think that uh, at night when I'm sleeping, my mind is helping to process what's happened the previous day and can perhaps give me hints towards, you know, um, where I'm actually at or, yeah, what I may, you know. Oh, how interesting. In the light of day. <laughs> Oh, you know what? We definitely have to do an episode on dreams and stuff, <laughs> I think, because not that even if we just talk about meanings and 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 how, what's how making sense of that, because I would love to expand on that further. But I, in the in the effort to be more um, uh, focused for this, I won't I won't ask any questions. But I do have 
comments and questions and my own experiences that I want to, yeah, see if it's universal or not. Yeah. So um, if I break down, yeah. No, no, keep going. Sorry. I was going to say, so if I actually break down, like, you know, the task notes, events and dreams, so like for tasks, so it starts as like a dot point. So for me in my working life, way back when I used to start with the old, you know, checkbox and I put a tick when something was done or whatever. So for this, it's a dot point or, you know, a task that needs to be completed or that I want to do. And then once I've done it, you know, and it's just a very short, you know, um, uh, uh, by birthday present or something like that. So dot point. And then when I've actually done it, I can put a cross through it. And, you know, that's task completed. Or if I haven't gotten there and I want to, you know, migrate it to like my future log, then I can use like, you know, a little arrow key or something along those lines. Or if I've managed to get through um, my month and, I still haven't done it and it actually turns out that whatever the task was isn't actually relevant anymore. I can just put a line through it and that, you know, and that just basically takes that task out of it. Similar sort of thing for events. So events are um, date related. So basically, um, you know, like if there is a, um, you know, birthday or something along those lines they get marked there um, and again just try and keep all these entries quite short and objective and then for the notes section so these are like ideas or thoughts or observations that have happened so if there's something you know like an aha kind of a moment mm. just you know again very nice and short um, and they're basically like you know things that uh, I don't want to forget or you know like I said it can actually work quite well for um, meetings or um, lectures or classroom notes even. So, you know, for um, people at university or something along those lines. And then you can actually nestle these together. So, you know, you can have notes under events or subnotes under notes or whatever. Then you can prioritise those with asterisks or exclamation marks. or it, It's up to you to decide on your system. But there's some of the things that I've used. And basically, um, so, right, so you start with, you start with a, a book. So I've just got, went, went off to Officeworks, bought myself a little, uh, one of the dotted journals. Um, and I actually purchased one that has page numbers already pre-populated for me, which makes my life a bit easier. But they do recommend that you actually number each of your pages. Yeah. Um, and basically, at the front, you have like an index. You have a future log, which for me uh, started, like I said, in October. That then for 2020, I'm like, right, this year I'm getting into this. I'm going to make this happen. So I drew up. Um, some people can get really artistic with these as well. And if you have a look online, there are some very elaborate examples of different artists, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, like super impressive. Me, nah, she's just simple, you know, numbers, a couple of symbols that I've made up along the way and, and that's how I that's how I roll. Yeah. I, I am very um you know I am in awe of people that can do all the extra arty work and whatever but my life I just don't have that time or I if I'm perfectly honest I'm just not that way inclined. Blind, but yeah. anyway so like I laid out my 12 months and then so it's um next to each month basically you know in my future log I've popped in there all the different birthdays Actually, for 2020, I had quite a few things going on. So, you know, I'm supposed to be going to Tasmania a couple of times this year. I was supposed to be, at the end of the year, heading off to Ireland for a wedding. 
Um, there's a few things logged in there. The EcoFest was definitely on my radar. Oh, I know. I'm upset. I know, coming 7th of June, but obviously <laughs> not now. <laughs> so that's in there. There's a few things in my 12-month future log. Um, but I will talk about how that works too um, when we get to it. But anyway, so, you know, I had my future log all planned out. Like, yes, you know. So then from the future log, you further break that down into like monthly logs and you only do them as each month approaches. So like, you know, ah. if I use, um, so like March. So for your actual monthly logs, you have like one page where you just title it March 2020 and I pop that, you know, page number into my index. So that's page 45 for me. I um, number out 1 to 31. Um, just down the page with, you know, the day next as well, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just SMT, whatever. And then basically I've given myself a little log down the bottom. So I have like things that I do. So I do like singing with my niece. So I've given that a little love heart. Birthdays have like a little present. <laughs> um, you use this to um, also track things that are um, important to you. So for me there was, you know, fitness, meditation, um, and obviously, like, as I've already said, my um, dreams, which come down to like my daily log, as well as my gratitude practice, which is also in my daily log. But for my monthly log, um, I have a little M and E uh, onto the right hand side of the page. And I just put like a little tick when I've actually achieved that on that day. Or if I haven't done it, it just stays blank. And then at the end of the month, I can reflect back and go, oh, you know, I did pretty good there or, you know, maybe I need to work on that or and is it really important to me, is it not? So it can you, know? you look for, um, so do you use it, uh, I mean, it sounds like you use it for heaps of planning, future forward kind of stuff, but do yeah. you, when, you, when you're saying, oh, I can look back, do you use it retrospectively to, to sort of get a hold, it's, it's coming to the end of the month, do you go, okay, yep. God, that was a shit-ass month, like, <laughs> I was, you know, yeah. whatever, or do you, or is it something that you're more comfortable with using as a planner? No, no, I do actually use it retrospectively as well. So in that actual monthly log, so one page, one side of like it's a facing page, so one side of the page is the March 2020 with what I've talked about so far. Mm -hmm. On the other side of the page, I actually put in my goals for the month and my tasks. So like for March there was, you know, the podcast. There were some goals there with um, Young Living. I also, you know, wanted to purchase myself a new laptop that was on the radar because Aww. my old laptop, the camera had died and there were a few <laughs> things that had gone wrong there. And then my task I'd also popped in there was, um, you know, to – what have I got here? Um, what have we got? Um, oh, yeah, contact the Department of Primary Industries. That was to do with my block up the way um find another yoga and register so okay and I also put the birthdays down there as well just um I put the little presents next on the date side of the page but then on the other on my actual goals and tasks side of the page I actually have a little box down the bottom where I list out next to the date like a one was Emma a 13 Dawson the 30th my mum you know not dates that I particularly forget but it's just like a little, oh, yeah, a reminder, oh, let's get those presents sorted. Yes. Um, yeah, which, which I perhaps, you know, am not quite so organised with and, and definitely more so now. 
Um, but yeah, so at the end of the month, you know, I can go back. So I hadn't actually achieved purchasing my laptop in March. So I went back over all my um, goals and tasks for the month and then have, you know, carried them forward or decided I don't really need to do that. You know, COVID may have stepped in. So that's just basically made that whole find another yoga irrelevant for the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, so you can reflect that way and either bring them forward, mark them as irrelevant or, you know, mark them as, yay, tick, I've done that kind of thing. And then for my daily logs, so this is where I actually, um, so the day, then after that, each page basically, um, so I'll start with like the date and the day up the top and I do put a, a cute little box around that, just, you know, that's that's my effort towards, you know, the, the um the beauty enough of my journal but then every morning as I said I spend like the five ten minutes and I um, practice my gratitude so I write down three things each morning that I'm grateful for and they don't have to be big things I mean it can be and they are just as simple as you know I'm grateful for um, my family or I'm grateful you know that it was raining or just really just simple things that make me smile and yeah. um can we talk about that for a little bit? Because I think people who aren't practicing active gratitude, you know, and I know it's something when I first started doing, it feels um, redundant in the beginning, doesn't it? Like people, like, do you feel that? Like, I knew I, when I when I first read about it, I was like, yeah, I don't have a lot of gratitude in my life, but just that first bit when you're not feeling particularly positive writing down what you're grateful for can feel a bit it's it is difficult in the beginning so I think it'd be good for listeners and you can even um, like yeah you know it's um yeah no it definitely definitely does feel like a bit like oh really but um but it doesn't take long uh, to no it, it doesn't take long and and the reality is it's about actually I think a lot of it for me, was being, you know, grateful for um, and positive with myself as well. So it's not necessarily external things. So, you know, I'm, you know, um, I also try to focus on things that I appreciate within myself or I want to um, bring more so to myself because what you focus on is, is what you bring. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I know. That's so, actually yeah. such an interesting concept that that your gratitude because you're right, thinking that it was external, like fully external, but you can be, I guess, experiences that or things you can find, things that maybe in the past you found as a negative experience on, on a whole or it was triggering and bringing out a bad side of you. I'm just thinking for me, something I experienced today, someone was saying something to me and I found it, I was being quite reactive in my response to it. And when I had a little bit of distance to it and I actually looked at it like, oh, why are you, I know. And I, my first response was, I don't want to talk to these people anymore or interact with people. And then I was like, actually, I'm grateful for them because I've realised that this is coming from a place of fear that had developed when I was a kid. So, you know, like that, I see what you mean. Yeah, that is so interesting that we, yeah, need to just 
focused on. And on, and that's what I think. Those, like when you first start doing gratitude, it can be a bit, oh, I better write down the stuff I'm supposed to be grateful for, you know, my family, my dad. And then after a while you actually are writing down things that you are, that are, that are, you are meaningfully grateful for. Huh. Okay, so you do your gratitude stuff. Um in the morning, you you write those. Do do you do you limit yourself? So so I do. So I um I like I said I limit myself just so I have the three things that I'm grateful for. So I, I keep it simple and keep it achievable, and that way you know it's like yes yeah. tick you know. Um, next I um you know three things that I I want to do or achieve in the day, and again it's really simple things and. There was, um, I'm sure everybody's seen it. Well, not if you don't have Facebook, but there's that, um, oh, there's that episode on Facebook where you've got the Navy SEAL and he's talking about, you know, if you want to change the world, start yes, by making your yes, bed. Yes, I am. And that, that really strikes a chord with me. Um, so, you know, so fairly consistently one of my three things is, you know, to make my bed well. So that's, you know, simple, done, tick. Um, I also, again, you know, to, an example is just to, to smile and say hello to people that I, you know, see throughout the day or even simple as, you know, eat <laughs> lunch. Because that sometimes or, or more often than not, you know, in a, in, depending on your work environment, that's like, you know, oh, drink yeah. water so, you know, or so, you know, go to three the bathroom when I need to go not put it off. Yeah. Do you think? Really simple. Okay, that's thing. so funny because do you write this kind of journaling um, many years ago, say, your your to-do list would have looked a lot different? Yeah. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Do you, and because yeah. clearly this is yeah. coming from really a place of an attempt to for self-love. Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so interesting. And I think it's so universal. I'm wondering whether this is an experience of a lot of people as they start to get older, like, you know, into your middle adult yeah. years. <laughs> Another one for me is not to touch my phone for the first 15 minutes of waking. So for a little while there, that was a little bit out of control. I'll be the first one to say that. Not anymore, but that was definitely on my radar. Um, earlier in the year. Okay, so that um, bringing in um, a digital detox. That's so interesting because you think about stuff like that. They're like they try and do all or nothing. Like that's it. Leading the Facebook app. No, no, and that's where it's like, oh no, yeah. epic fail. No, yeah, but if we just, yeah, oh, my God, I think this is so valuable for people who are listening and, you know, going with our theme of our show and about removing things out of your life and what a, what an achievable way to do something like, you know, I want, I, I, want to, I, I want to start my day with less digital, yeah, be more mindful about my digital use. So... I'm going to start with the first 15 minutes. The phone doesn't come off the charger. It minutes. stays over there and my journal's the first thing I you pick know? up. Tick. And it, honestly, it's really, um, well, 
for me, it was really quite achievable, but it was nice because that also positively reinforces what you're doing. And then as those positive reinforcements happen, you can build on. Yeah. So once you got that under control with that, that part of the morning with the phone, did, uh, did you bring other things in with your gym or did it change your routine? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of like that's that's kind of like the groundwork for the bullet journaling. The the next um, real step for it was to actually sit down and really think about what was important to me, and then um, and this is where I start talking about goals, but break them down. You know, long term goals. You know, what's my you know what's my aspiration. And then breaking that down into shorter term goals. So I don't know if you've heard of the five, four, three, two, one. Um, so it's all like you know, like a five year goal, four months, three weeks, two days, no, one hour. No, I haven't, and I love goal setting. So please take us through it. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, well, again, and honestly, it really is really that simple. So, um, you know, so we've got, uh, so you know. People who've been listening to the podcast, you know that I'm plant-based. I'm quite passionate about that. Um, we've also uh, have purchased, you know, 68 acres that I'm very passionate about eventually being able to build and move there and be self-sufficient. And um, so along with all of that and just that whole um, meditation and that self-care. So they're kind of like all of my long-term goals are, based around that so if I think of um, I'd really want to increase my ability to share with people um, you know the benefits of plant-based so I thought all right and here we go all right so in order to do that I really should be um, you know a little more up on what's out there in the way of um, evidence you know certainly I've you know read stuff online or whatever but I've I actually signed I felt so my first hour goal was to research different nutrition courses and I did that my um my two-day goal so that was around so this is going back to um the start of the year was to research different yoga courses and I actually my three-week goal was to sign up for a yoga course which I did actually sign up for which like score sweet and anyway long story short they ended up cancelling that course but there you go um my four-month goal was to actually commence my nutrition course, which I have done. And then my five-year goal is to actually just um, build on sharing that. So, you know, through online platforms or whatever. So that's really simple for, you know, like um, personal, professional, because that's definitely they're all combined yeah. in there together. I think with um, um, it's easier to have, to achieve professional goals when you've got like a passion behind and it's based in your personal belief system or values, I would. Oh, most definitely. I mean, goodness gracious, if you're going to spend, you know, the majority of your waking hours doing something, you should be passionate about it. Absolutely. So, yeah, so then my, my time has been... Um, reallocated to that so I sort of try to make time slots for that 
you know, so take away from the electronic devices and, you know, do a chapter or not even necessarily a chapter, but yeah, like a module a week or something along those lines. So I'm not, you know, killing myself to do this stuff, but I have, you know, my little achievable tick done goals. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. But I will say, to, to be completely honest, that the whole, um, there was definitely like a spanner in the works with regards to everything that's happened in 2020 thus far. But that's also, you know, provided me with the opportunity to go, okay, so let's reevaluate. Okay, so that's interesting. So, yeah, as we go along, and I think, yeah, that's so as you, so don't you think, and it could be said, well, what you're saying is that, and I've found this in my own life as well, I create long-term, I have created long-term in itself and and then the, yes, the achievement of said long-term goals are extremely important. But there does sometimes at different points of my life, middle of the achieving or the, if sometimes very close to the end of achieving the goal and go and looked around and went, and then I don't want why. this anymore. <laughs> the person that I was five years ago when yep. I decided I wanted this, well, she's sort of gone and the person is standing here and I, I don't want it. And you said, when, when you, and it's as brave and hard for people that and have a change. Sometimes it's even hard to admit it to you. Yep. I actually think it's hardest <laughs> to admit it to yourself and then and be comfortable with that because when you're actually comfortable with that yourself, then yeah. it doesn't really, yeah, You're it right. becomes that easier is so to true. share. When you have shame about the non-completion, do you get too attracted to, I think that's that's clear that we need to be less attached to the, the like you say, the ticking in the box and the goal and realise that sometimes not achieving the box, whether it's on a daily thing or a weekly thing, monthly thing, and look at lack of achievement, that lack of task completion, sometimes has its own message yeah. oh most definitely and that's the whole like that's the process of reflection so that's why this has proved to be like a really good system for me because then I can go back and go well actually you know what that's not important to yeah. me anymore you know or do you reevaluate you know the things that you didn't follow through with that it's you yourself that sometimes it was never really aligned with you but you just no, yeah more of an outside influence. the logical that's what I should do or that's what people expect me to do so I might go do that yeah me yep. too <laughs> and you know what life is far too short for that you really need to do what is you know what Absolutely. makes your heart sing yeah and spend entire like honor working what that is and that and that yeah you have a right to work it out don't put on this planet to pay bills lose weight you to do born to do so much more And I th- yeah, and as kids, I think we are much more attuned to that and then we kind of get it 
not beaten <laughs> out of us, but essentially beaten out of us. Well, well, yeah, because people put labels, you know, like achieving or, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, achieving certain good goals or outcomes or levels of, yeah, <laughs> levels. Yes, it's so true. Okay, so. But that, that insight definitely comes with age. If I try to- yeah. And it'd be it'd be so valuable if we could actually get through to people and say, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, it's not actually important. Don't cry over this. This doesn't matter. This won't matter in five years. Even that's no. Or when when you're sitting at you know you're eighty or seventy six or whatever, and you look back on your life and you go, you know, what what do you actually? What do you want to? You know, what do you want to say when you are eighty or seventy six that you've you know? Yeah. What What is important? I know. The the it's it's an it's a simple thing to do, but it's not easy. Which is crafting into existence no. the life that you, the person that you want to be, and the life you want. It's I. I feel like for me, for a long time, I just. I followed people who were living the life I wished I could live. And that's not, and I don't need yeah. celebrities or whatever. And I mean, like people who are, you know, like the Nigella Lawsons of the world, like who spent their time cooking um, or guard, like people who in the garden. And I, I myself. Very fruit, and I'm asking my life to start that this to a because I spent my life achieving things that I thought I was supposed to achieve. And then when you when you when you drug down with all that, you're like, oh, actually, like no one comes back for this. You know, husband and I got married, and I, you know. I got the career and I got the degree and that. Like, where's the big, oh, now you're 40, congratulations. Now I'm all I've got is a mortgage and, uh, <laughs> and grinding responsibility, which I love, but I don't know. I'm just glad that I work this out now and not at 60. <laughs> uh, so um, you've is this something you've, when did you start doing it? Have you just done it this year or did you do it last year as well, this type of journaling? No, so I, I started when I was introduced to it. So, like I said, I'm, I am relatively new, so only like October-ish. Um, and so, yeah, so I am, no, I am, I, um, I am new. To I it, think that to have done it since October is incredible, and to do it consistently is amazing as well. Okay, let's talk about resistance. Is there any point or any? Um, things that happen or what do you think your greatest resistance to it when you're not being um, is it easy for you to do it daily or do are there things at times where you're worse at being consistent with it oh no there are definitely um, oh look like I said it, ta- it takes perseverance because um, there are definitely days where it's just like oh you know what like anything, no. 
But so on the days where I haven't written in my journal, I do find myself so um, every day as I walk into work, you know, or drive into work, I take those 10 minutes and I, I just look around and, you know, I admire the bird. I used to watch the road, but I admire, you know, the birds flying past or just the beauty of the sun, you know, yeah. on Mount Stewart or just the, just, just take those moments and really appreciate, um, you know, just appreciate life and, and yeah. And the fact so that life and you know the, the simple thing. Add that more of that into life, like it's it definitely has allowed more of that back into life. Yes. So I've I've always tried to you know, um, to some degree, practice gratitude, but it um, yeah, it's more focused. And admittedly, look, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not a superstar so far as like, you know, I particularly of late, um, you know, there's um, oh, there, there have been times where I'm just like, oh, my goodness gracious me. Um, yeah, I have a reasonable amount of negativity and I have to pull myself back into line. I choose to pull myself back into line because I don't have to, but I choose to try and pull myself yeah, back into line. I'm very much, I, I, I struggle. It's easier for me to write when I'm not great for me, like journaling. Journaling's always easier than not great. And going along relatively okay, it's harder for me. no so um i'd almost be the opposite that um it's easier when things are good i know you know do you think it's the different types of journaling too yeah which makes sense because your journaling is very yeah totally um, it's a planning time it's it's a task orientated time and then yes it is a there is that reflective element but my style that I was doing is more, but it's more oh, about- I don't know what's wrong with yeah. me and I need to work it out and like that. <laughs> it's almost wholly reflective rather than board playing. Yeah. So- yeah. In- yep. I'm definitely going to have to go. Um, uh, sorry, can you tell us who wrote the book again that you originally read, if you can? Yep. So Ryder Carroll is his name. Uh, bullet journaling method it's a very I found it a very easy read um, that if you if you just google it even there are all there are all sorts of um, apps and whatever that have now been developed and there are actually like Facebook groups and there's all sorts um, you know there's heaps of information out there about it um, like I said I've kept mine fairly um, simple it works for me um, and that's the whole point of it, you know. You, um, you know, you develop it and grow it to whatever suits for you. You work out what you want to prioritize or what's important to you, and you know, um, yeah, you can use it for, you know. There have been people who have actually used it to 
track, you know, um, what they're eating or, you know, their daily habits that way. So you, you can break it down to that kind of a thing. Like I said, I've used mine for, um, you know, my meditation practice and, um, you know, exercise, which well, was like, was, yeah, the yoga and whatnot and just developing that and perhaps future planning towards, you know, doing something along those lines on the property with something, you know, a holistic type retreat that's like a fantasy. But anyway, yeah, that's where I'd like I, to be. Living somewhere where the world comes to you, but that world that's coming is like my Yeah, I understand, totally. I understand that. That's a, incredible. Um, yeah, okay. Well, um, oh, a bit off the shelf question, but I think it's interesting because I often myself, uh, my journals, sit, you know, that I write and I have, um, but, you know, they sit around the house. My family's used to me writing in them. No one ever picks them up because they really don't care, you know. They're not interested. Like I'm not an ex- <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's like, not like my heart. Um, there's no secrets. In, well, I don't think there's any secrets, but it's just more of a like yeah. I'm, they're not that interested. Not that I don't know. But I often think when I'm there, like it, because I'm not an exotic creature to my family because we live with the elders and stuff. But I do happen to my journals. Um, when I one day when I'm an old lady, someone find them down the track quite interesting and um, yeah. Do you ever think about that? Like you know, in the future, maybe you know Josie and her daughter sitting there, you know, reading them. Over a little old lady. No, no. They'll sit there and they'll see these little weird, you know, hand drawings. So I've got like, you know, for my gratitude, I do these funny little stick figures of two hands pressed together, kind of like, you know, the little um, emoji. So that's like, you know, I have my little gratitude and then I write my three points next to that or, yeah, I don't know. She, she may find it, you know, lovely that I had little love hearts next yeah. to it every time we go and yeah. do singing together do. or <laughs> who knows. No, I don't actually. No, I haven't I actually went, thought just, about it, but there I'm you a go. I'm a lover of history and I'm always fascinated. I follow, like on Facebook, I follow a few groups like that. Um, and often, like, they're just like amateur history societies of different towns. So, like, the Proserpine History Museum. And, you know, sometimes they will put up, you know, some some journal or letters that they that were sent, you know, 100 years ago between residents of Proserpine or something. And I think I do enjoy that. I enjoy that. When they wrote them, they never ever thought they could have never dreamed that in a hundred years that these strangers were reading them on their phones. The phone wasn't even invented. Well, yeah, and I just think, yeah. And it's funny how uh, time and age uh, makes us a lot more exotic creatures to um, to the people that we live with every day. Like if I sat down and we said, "Look, fam." read you an excerpt from Barry, my kids would probably roll their eyes, John would leave <laughs> and be like, oh, God, no. <laughs> well, see, my, mine's full of, like, just really random stuff. Like I've got, you know, I've just got a page open here and it's got the seven switches of happiness. So this is obviously something that I've heard along the way and it's um, give to your neighbour, transmit love and light, 
let go of things that do not serve you, indulge, live life to the fullest, give thanks, give yourself, so be of service and forgive. So, you know, just little random stuff, you know, spattered throughout it. Um, I don't know, people are probably a little bit... I think, like, I really wow, what was this lady think I'm fascinating. up to? I, 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 my great-grandchildren <laughs> and great-nieces and nephews are like, oh, my God, Grandma is crazy or Grandma Peck spent a lot of time on... <laughs> she was the Virginia Woolf of our family. <laughs> Not in public, Virginia Woolf, but suicide but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> i hope my spirit's around to see what that how that unfolds because i shorten it a, a amount of time thinking about it <laughs> uh, so um yeah well thank you so much tony that was awesome is there any more um do you journaling do you want to keep going with this technique or would you like to expand on it some more as time goes on or do you just want to really get good at doing this bullet journaling for me i just i'm going to just keep you know persevering with what i'm doing at the moment and i'm sure it will continue to evolve i have no doubt that you know as time goes on um and it, it is a good way to and, like, you know, for, for yourself when you're saying, you know, when times are difficult or whatever, I definitely have, you know, some some of my days, you know, some of my pages I have two days, you know, on one page. And then <laughs> if I look at another, I've got, like, you know, five pages dedicated to Depend, one day. And then the de- day. On reflection, you like, need to type <laughs> you know, that so. up in the bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Gee, that wasn't rapid logging, but it was good to get it down this, on paper and to get it off my chest. You know, so that's also something that can't became easy to you. Were you a person who wrote their feelings down, or is it something someone else told you that would be beneficial for you? Is it natural for you to write um, write things down? I um, yeah. Look, I, I t- like you know from from a fairly early age I'm you know talking early teenage years no I definitely was writing stuff down um because you know back then it was you know um depending on what it was write it down and burn it or you know (laughs) you talk about you know holding on to stuff gee I have a box still with you know old journals from back then which on rare occasions, very rare occasions, I pull out and flick through and, and think to myself, gee, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's reflection. <laughs> it is. I did, yes, I did something similar, kept them for a long time. I got rid of them now, but, yeah, I kept a lot of something, something very similar for a long time. No, well, my, mine's still in a box. There you go. No, no, keep them because I think Maybe like one now day. it's something we'll that see. I think back and think, oh, I would have liked to have seen because every decade seems to be, you know, like I don't know, people say, oh, people don't change. And I believe, like, you know, when you say, okay. oh, people, you know, leopard doesn't change his spots and rah, 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 I feel like a very different person to the person that I was you know, so 
yeah, I don't know whether we come back to who we're meant to be or whether we grow into a whole new person. But journaling definitely helps. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. for me, I think you just get more comfortable in your own skin. Absolutely. So next week, what are we going to talk about? I I would like to talk more about um I would love to talk more about dreams and it doesn't have to be particularly oh, I dreamt this because it's but just about Yeah, just about <laughs> dreaming in general and um yeah, whether people documented and some things and a bit of that because I think that that is something that people don't talk about um as adults. Whereas I remember very clearly as a teenager talking about what, talking to my sisters about what we dreamed. So if you would like, but of course our listeners often dictate um, and we respond to requests. So if you have listeners out there who would like us, I'd like to listen to Tony and I discuss a certain topic, um, you can get in. You can get in contact with Tony or I. Um, and, yeah, if you have any questions or, yeah, any topics you'd like to hear us discuss, maybe that was stimulated by this week's episode. Great. Well, thanks, Tony. Beautiful. We'll talk to you next week. No. <laughs> Thank always you a pleasure, so much. And we'll see you guys pleasure. next week as well. Thanks for listening to Strip Back. All right. Looking forward.